If you're looking to get one-on-one -on -one help with preparing for your next job search, get clarity on your career goals, or targeted help for salary negotiations, I would love to work with you. Just click the discovery call link in the episode description so we can get started and work together. I'm Merritt Field, and you're listening to the Career Gems Podcast. Today, I'm talking to you about the red flags that you cannot turn a blind eye to, both in life and in your career. Hello again, and welcome to the Career Gems Podcast. My name is Merritt Fields, and I help professional women of color purposefully and successfully pivot their careers and navigate workplace challenges. If you're a longtime follower, so glad you're here. If you're new to my podcast, welcome. I'm glad you're here as well and allow me to introduce myself. I am a career coach, a strategist, and an expert of all things career. When it comes to overcoming the many career challenges that arise, I know what works. I alleviate professional women of color's frustration of trying to navigate workplace challenges all by themselves. I help motivated, ambitious, career-minded women of color to stop playing small and start going after their true desires to elevate their careers. I like to say I'm a career connoisseur. I'm Sherm SCP certified. I have over 15 years of professional and HR experience and I have a lived experience as a Black woman and have seen firsthand challenges that women of color face in the professional world. So I understand what hiring managers are looking for, and I teach y'all how to market and promote your unique skill sets by using your authentic voice. Essentially, child, I help you secure the bag and get your dream job. In this space, every single month, I have a guest speaker talk about a special topic, and we are going to be dropping knowledge, we're going to be sharing all things career, and most importantly, sharing our stories, experiences, and also giving you all some advice. All right, so we're going to kick off with the guest speaker of the month. In today's episode, I got to speak with a fellow Aggie and friend, Lauren Lake. Lauren is an attorney and a love and self-love coach from the California Bay Area. She is the daughter of a Filipino immigrant mother and an African-American father. Her mixed background taught her to be fearless, dynamic, and unstoppable. Lauren believes that the best career decision she ever made was joining the Army in 2006. Through her service, she traveled to places such as Iraq, Kuwait, and Germany, and she gained the confidence and the experience that helped her stand out from the crowd and get into law school. In 2021, she merged her passion for women's empowerment and mentoring to launch her own coaching services and the first round of her signature program, Raise Your Standards, focused on empowering women to get clear on what makes them happy and unapologetically go after it. She feels passionately that as a collective, women need to raise their standards and stop settling for partners, jobs, and lies that do not make them truly happy. Lauren's clients have described working with her as a life-changing 
and eye-opening experience. She is a proud wife of an equally dynamic Trini-American endontist with an amazing smile. They recently moved from LA to Washington, D.C., and when they're not traveling and attending music festivals, you can catch them furniture shopping or brunching. Let's get into it. Well, I am so excited that you all have decided to join me today. I have a very exciting and special guest, also former Aggie. We're Aggies till we die, just FYI if anyone was ever wondering. But my guest today is Mrs. Lauren Lake. Lauren, welcome. Hello, hello. Yes, I love that you're shouting out that I'm an Aggie. And I'm curious how many people know who and what the Aggies are. So I'm just going to put it out there. We went to the University of California, Davis. Yes, the best UC of the all UCs, if people were wondering, just, you know, FYI. (laughs) So Lauren is here to talk about our fantastic topic for this month. And really, that is, how do you see the red flags in interviewing? And obviously, specifically, because you all know, I like to make sure that you walk away with something. How do you make sure that you avoid those red flags? So Lauren, Like I said before, and I think, you know, folks who are joining us, welcome. What I like to do with all my special guests is I like to do a lightning round before we jump into talking about our topic. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you, I don't know, some questions. I don't know how many yet. And all you have to do is answer them as quickly as possible. And they are lightning fire rapid questions. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. This is one of my favorite aspects of your podcast. I love that you do this. All right, let's do this. Okay, favorite movie? Oh my gosh, the Crazy Rich Asians. I'm really into that movie recently. <laughs> okay, I don't think I've seen that. Um, <gasps> Luxury, food, love, it's all the things. Crazy Rich Asians. Oh no, yeah, no, I haven't seen that one. I need to, that is definitely on my list. Okay, hugs or kisses? I love hugs. Oakland or Berkeley? Oakland, where I was born all day, baby. <laughs> Shout out even hard. (laughs) Shout out to the Bay Area. Your favorite flower? I love orchids. Those are beautiful. Mm -hmm. I just don't have the green thumb for them. Your favorite season? Ooh, springtime is upon us, and besides the allergies, I really love it. Okay. Your favorite reality TV show? Uh, so I gotta be honest with you. I am not into the drama, not into the reality TV, but there's that new show that's coming out with the famous soccer football player's wife that I'm going to start watching. It's like, I am Georgiana or something like that. That for some reason has piqued my interest and I will report back. Okay. Let me know. Yeah. I'm not really into it either, except everyone always has like the except, right? Mine is 90 day. (laughs) Everyone always has it. They're like, no, I don't like it. Like I'm not doing all that except for, and my except for is 90 day, (laughs) 90 day fiance. But I've never seen the original one. I've only seen like 90 day fiance the other way, 90 day fiance Mm. before the 90 days. Like that, that is the drama that I live for. And I'm obsessed. It's my thing is, yeah, like I don't even need to watch reality TV because they make it to social media and then I get sucked in and get to see it. So I already know what you're talking about with 90 day fiance. Mm -hmm. I've seen lots of clips and I've never once turned the show on. You should turn the show on. That's all I have (laughs) to say. Okay. Sweet or savory? Savory. Favorite board game? I kill it, Taboo. Nice. Your favorite vacation spot? 
Anywhere with a beach where I get to be naked and someone brings me a cocktail. Nice. Dogs or cats? Dogs. A sport you wish you could play? A sport I wish I could play. Oh my gosh. I always used to want to be a figure skater. Like I went to the skating ring and I would like ask my dad to buy me the outfits. He didn't, but I always (laughs) wanted to. (laughs) That's a fun one. Favorite song? Oh, Beyonce Partition. That is a good one. Last one, your celebrity crush. Zoe Kravitz. Zoe is. All the Zoe's. Zoe's all Donna. Zoe Kravitz. Zoe's another. They're just, they're another level. All the Zoe's. Okay. So that concludes the lightning round. Thank you. I just love doing that because I just feel like, you know, people are able to get to know you better. I'm going to transition us to our topic for this month. And that is all about... The red flags, right? Like, how do you recognize red flags? Before we start digging into red flags, I would love it if you can just kind of give us an overview of your career and your first job. What were you doing? Did you think that what you were doing now is exactly what you were doing then? Just tell us a little bit about your path or your journey and how you got there. Mm, Yeah, great question. So I am an attorney. I'm licensed in California. I am going into my sixth year as an attorney. I have been in the public sector, working for the federal government, in the private sector. I've worked in tech. Um, And more recently, I'm on active duty and serving as a JAG attorney. I'm a captain. So yeah, I've seen it all, done it all, I feel like at this point. When you ask the question about first job, it's so interesting because I think of my first job at different parts of my life. And so the first job I ever had, I worked as a barista at a cafe, taught me so much about how Mm -hmm. to run the whole show because I worked by myself. I opened, I closed, I made the sandwiches, I made the drinks. So that Mm -hmm. taught me a lot about life. Mm -hmm. And then I think about my first job when I graduated from college, I worked as a project manager for Kaiser Permanente. And that taught me, that was like my first dip into the corporate world. And then I think about my first job out of law school. I worked for the federal government. I was at the U.S. Department of Labor. So there's really a lot of like first jobs that come to mind and Mm -hmm. at all of these different phases of my life. More recently, I also, as you mentioned, I'm a love and self-love coach and I've started my first business. So I'm at another first, which I'm really excited to talk about. And, and I love to let your listeners know exactly how I got to this point. Well, let's get into it. How do we get there? Because I I think there is definitely value. And I like the way that you were just really framing it. It was just like, yeah, there's different stages. And I did a lot of different firsts at different stages, but they're all somehow connected. And I think sometimes people feel like, oh, I'm doing this random thing that's not connected. And it's like, no, it probably is. You just need to give it some time. So tell us more just about, you know, your business and coaching and this stage that you're talking about. Yeah. So, you know, I I went to law school and I chose attorney because it is a very safe and secure profession. It gives me a safety net, essentially. It gave me a lot of credibility and it also gave me a lot of options. But after I started working as an attorney, I'd been working for a few years and, you know, I'm successful, I'm doing well, I enjoy what I do, but it kind of got to a point where it was like, okay, now what? Like I've worked my entire life for this 
really difficult goal of becoming an attorney. You know, I'm, I'm a woman of color. I'm black and Filipino and white and black attorneys make up like 2%, maybe 4% at most. It's a very, very small number. And so it's not an easy goal. So when I finally accomplished it, it was where I was like standing on the top of this hill and I turned around and I'm looking around and I'm like, well, well now what do I do? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, All right. I made it to the top and it was like, yes, I had this goal and, and it was singularly focused, but when you're chasing such a difficult goal, it's hard to think about anything else. Right. And so it's, you're not really thinking like, well, what is happiness going to look like? And how am I going to be fulfilled? And all of these things, at least I wasn't, maybe, maybe some people do. And so when I finally got to the top of that hill and I did some self-reflection, I decided that I didn't know now what, and I hired a coach, right? So coaches need coaches too. And I know you're Mm -hmm. a career coach. I'm sure you've worked with coaches and mentors along the way. And through Mm -hmm. working with various coaches, I've had a couple of different coaches. They essentially helped me to realize that what I really want to do, where my passion is, is empowering women and helping women um, be happy and live a fulfilled life. And part of that is having happy, healthy relationships, right? So it was working with a coach (laughs) that I came to the decision that, yes, all of these various industries that I'm working in are great, but in order to really find a home for myself, I have to create it. And so I created this business where I get to work with amazing women who are at an awesome point in their life where they're looking to develop themselves personally and work on themselves. And I just love to meet women at that point and be their coach through all of that. Yes. Got it. Yes, I love that. (laughs) I want to transition us to our topic, which is red flags. And so I think with your vast experience, I'm sure that there have been some very interesting conversations and experiences that you've Mm -hmm. had with red flags. Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to share just about red flags that you've experienced. And then also like when you're in that space, here's what you should do. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but the one thing that I've realized about red flags is that we typically saw them coming. And it's not that we have difficulty spotting these red flags, whether that's in potential partners or potential jobs. It's not that we're not spotting them. It's that we spot them and we don't take action. And when I mean take action is like... Mm -hmm. If you see a potential red flag when you're going through the interview process or you're going on dates, that is an opportunity to ask more questions and to get more information and educate yourself more, you know, not necessarily to jump to conclusion and make an assumption and just write the job off or write that potential boss or for that potential partner, but to really ask questions and get to the bottom of it. So Mm -hmm. that's first and foremost for me is like, I want to empower all of your listeners to look in the mirror and come to the realization that yes, they did actually see those red flags. That is not Mm -hmm. their problem. It is not their eyes. Their intuition is locked in. It is just getting in touch and listening to that intuition, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's exactly it. Yes. And oftentimes we just ignore it. Or my favorite is we'll make an excuse for the red flag that we see. Oh, well, they could have been, you know, it could have just been off day. Oh, well, it could have been. No, honey, it is what you see. That is the truth. That's what you see. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is something that you learn with age and wisdom. Yeah, it is. 
if you are an empowered woman and you can walk away and realize that from a young age, like I envy you, but for me, it took me a little longer to really get in touch with my intuition. (laughs) And that is definitely something that I'm constantly working on with my clients. And what I've realized is that at the end of our sessions and our discussions, like they are able to look me in the eye and say like, yeah, I, I actually did see those red flags and I did make excuses for them. And I think as women, we are so understanding whether that's like with our employers or with our potential mm-hmm. partners, we are so understanding. We want to give people the benefit of the doubt. We want to be nurturing and loving and all of these things, but sometimes people do not deserve it. Yes. And I think it's really interesting when you're talking about just like when you have that wisdom, I just feel like when you have that enlightenment, when you have that awakening, as you can call it, there's no going back. Like, I remember just like putting up with so many toxic work environments, toxic relationships, like just toxicity in general. Mm -hmm. And when you have that enlightenment of just like, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not doing this anymore. There is just so much freeing moments and also just like, yeah, no, I'm just, nah, I see what this is and I'm good. Like I could just walk away from this. Yeah. I mean, enlightening and awakening is the best way to put it because you're right. Like after that, after you have gotten in touch with your intuition and you see those red flags and you take action, there is no going back and it is very freeing and empowering. That's the best way to put it. Yes. Tell us your first like red flag moment slash, oh yeah, no, I'm not. mm -mm." Or like, tell us your first red flag moment, especially like in an interview setting. Mm -hmm. And then tell us like how you responded and then tell us the lesson. Because I feel like a lot of times there's guilt when you don't respond in the way. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that I love to work with people on is like, Mm -hmm. instead of the word G guilt, we're going to give the word G grace. Like it's fine. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) life is about learning. You learn. I love that. Yeah. Like, no, we're not. mm, Yeah, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing guilt. So I'm curious just for you from your experience about just like why you were interviewing or even in the in the professional world space, the red flags that you saw and then kind of what your reaction was and, and what you did from there. Yeah, definitely. So I'm sure this is something that you work with your clients about. But first and foremost, like before you can spot these red flags, you have to take some time, some energy, and really look within and figure out what is important to you going into this job interview. What type of role are you looking for? You know, what type of environment? Who do you want to work with? What type of boss do you want to have? Like the energy, like the intangibles. It's so easy to say, I want to make this much money, but it's Mm -hmm. much more difficult to say, I want to work in an environment where I feel supported and I feel like people are nurturing. Those are a little bit more difficult to really put your finger on. So you have to take some time and energy to think about that. So once you have done that and you have your list, when you go into these job interviews, you know, if you are looking for a really supportive environment with open communication, a huge red flag would be inconsistent communication, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I had a situation where I was interviewing at a law firm, you know, it was a really great law firm and they offered me the role, was very excited. And of course I had to do my due diligence, do my job, negotiate. And I countered Mm -hmm. 
And it was at that moment where the communication became really inconsistent. The partner that had offered me the job just all of a sudden was kind of ghosting me, was not being responsive, and it was mm-hmm. taking much longer to hear back from her. And then when I did hear back from her, it was a, oh, I don't have an answer yet. I have to take it to the decision maker, so and so and so and so. And she was just kind of pushing me off. Those were all red flags. And I want to give that as like in a perfect example where you notice that the communication has shifted and you haven't changed, right? But you did make an ask maybe and you're expecting respectful communication back. So definitely keep those things in mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was the outcome? So like she was shifting you and she was like type ghosting you. And then, then cause girl, now you got me. I'm on. I'm on <sighs> I know now you're vested. Okay. <laughs> I ended up taking the role and I took it at the figure that they initially offered me because honestly, the number was already within my range, but I wanted to counter and see if I could get more. So things were going fine at first, but once I started working there, I realized that the inconsistent communication, the one-sided respect, all of that came to light and came back and bit me in the ass. And I did not work at that firm very long. And I ended up having to leave and I was not the only one. There was extremely high turnover on that team. It was definitely a lesson for me that I took with me going further after that. I was like, never again, you know, if people are inconsistent with me, there's a reason just like with relationships and partners, inconsistency is a huge red flag. Yes. Yes. In all aspects of life. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially without communication. Like you can be inconsistent when things are happening, right? We can give grace in those situations. But mm-hmm. if you're not communicating why, baby, we ain't got nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yes. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, they're lost. Cause <laughs> <laughs> my last question for you as we wrap up, I'm curious about just like the best advice that you've gotten or an unwritten rule that you've ever received that you feel has made such an incredible positive impact in your career? Absolutely. The advice that I have for your listeners to you out there, I am talking to you. Take care of yourself first. Put your needs, your basic needs, like making sure you are eating, you are drinking water, you are exercising, you are getting outside, like all of those basic needs, you have to take care of that first because you are not going to be able to show up as your best self if you are not doing those things. And trust me when I say this, that these organizations, these companies, they are not going to put you first at any moment. And if you are unavailable, they will find someone to replace you. Mm-hmm. Company, They will find someone to replace you. But at the end of the day, like you have to take care of yourself. And that is the best thing that you can do. So you can make the most impact in your career with your loved ones, with your family, and just with your life, like take care of yourself first. Because if you can't, I mean, you know, Ayanla says it best to me. And that is you can't give what you don't have. So if you don't have energy and all of those things, you're not going to be able to give it. So I, I completely, completely agree with that. I have thoroughly enjoyed my time per usual with you, but I'm curious for listeners if they want to follow up with you, if they want to have conversations about your incredible coaching and how you can help them as well. How can they get in touch with you if there's any like next steps or things that are coming up that they can be a part of as well? 
Yes, definitely. So it is Lauren Lake Esquire. That's Lauren Lake ESQ on Instagram. I would love to connect with any of your listeners. Definitely slide in my DMs. Say what's up. I love to meet new people. (laughs) And like I said, you know, I'm a love and self-love coach. I am out here helping the ladies who are tired of dating and just using the strategy of just like seeing what's out there, swiping, whatever, doing so without intention and feel like they're wasting their time. I am here to help and help them get focused and figure out what's important to them so that they can spot those red flags. And I'm actually in the middle of a launch right now. I have my signature program, which is called Raise Your Standards, where it is a 90-day program and I work one-on-one with ladies As I mentioned, I am quite busy, so I only take on one to two clients at a time because I love to give them all my attention. Mm -hmm. So if any of your ladies are interested, hit me up, and I would not wait on that. That is so perfect. And of course, I will put all of this information in the show notes, so if you guys didn't catch it all, don't worry. You can click there. Lauren, thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate it. It's always great to talk to a fellow Aggie and friend but I mean you know Aggie just elevates at another level and thank you so much for all of the advice that you've given us well thank you for what you do and for your platform I love your podcast I never miss an episode and I recommend you to everyone I know out there especially (laughs) my black women who are looking to make any career changes I recommend you thank you so much that's so sweet all right and thank you all for tuning in you guys have a good one my hope for you is for you to be able to recognize all of life's red flags and be able to walk away for your own peace. 